And we are live. Welcome, everyone, to the Melanin Initiative. I am Geraldine Fleurimon and one of your co-hosts for the Melanin Initiative podcast. In healthcare, there is often too much information and not enough time. Here at the Melanin Initiative, we avoid TMI by breaking things down into language that you can understand. We create a safe space for you to ask your questions and share our nursing perspective without taking too much of your time. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing navigating the holidays with family, and we are elated to have Kelsey Wilson back with us on this episode. By the end of the episode, it is our goal that you'll be able to discuss um, coping with fam- with feeling lonely during the holiday season, navigating loss and grief during the season as well, learning how to set boundaries with family members, as well as techniques to deviate from upsetting topics during um, family gatherings. Just a disclaimer, as always, this show is for educational purposes only. The opinions expressed are our opinions alone. They are not a representation of any of our affiliations. If you're experiencing a medical emergency, you should seek medical attention and medical guidance from your healthcare provider. If you're having a physical emergency, please call 911. And if you're having a mental health emergency, you can call 988. Once again, welcome everyone. You may have noticed that our third co-host Kimberly couldn't be here with us today, but she sends her love. So Kelsey, for those listeners not familiar with you, briefly share with the audience what you do for a living and what a visit with you is like. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's a pleasure to be back. Um, my name is Kelsey Wilson. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Um, I have an online private practice um, providing therapy services to individuals across the state of Virginia. Um, because my services are telehealth, clients can have therapy from the comfort of their homes, uh, which is a really great perk. Um, I primarily work with women um, who are experiencing um, issues with depression, anxiety, life transition issues, burnout, and uh, trauma is a really big issue that I help clients with. Um, and so this topic today is right in line with some of the areas that I help my clients work on. So really excited to be here um, and be able to talk more about this topic. Um, and in terms of your second question, I'm sorry, uh, in terms of what a visit looks like with me, um, we would meet for about 50 minutes to kind of work through uh, some of the areas that they've identified on their treatment plan that they want to um, navigate through and help uh, get some help with addressing. Um, but initially, we would do an intake session to identify what some of those things are that they're really needing some help with. Um, and clients meet with me on the shorter term, or they can meet with me longer term, depending on the complexity of the issue. Awesome, Kelsey. So as we previously mentioned, this is not Kelsey's first time here with us on the Melanin Initiative. So if you haven't already, be sure to check out our Juneteenth special on intergenerational trauma that um, had our special guest Kelsey here with us. So as we know, the holidays can be a joyous time for many, but can also be difficult for those who may be living alone or those who have experienced loss of loved ones. It can also be a source of anxiety for those who do not have holiday plans with their loved ones. So Kelsey, could you start by explaining how individuals can set healthy boundaries with family members during holiday gatherings, especially when those boundaries may involve sensitive topics or past conflicts? 
Definitely. So I think one of the major things that I would recommend is reflecting on things in the past that have made you uncomfortable when you've had family gatherings and really setting a plan in place of what are those things that are triggers for me? What are those topics that make me uncomfortable? And how do I want to go about it this year in a different way? Um, So that might include sharing with your family in advance topics that you don't feel comfortable with engaging in conversation with. If you feel like that might be not the best plan because of the way that you're concerned about the way the conversation might go. Um, You can choose to do it when you arrive um, to the family gathering and just be firm in your boundaries of what you want to say. So if the conversation lands on a topic anyway, and you don't want to engage in it, you can directly and firmly and kindly decline to talk about the topic. Um, If they push and you feel like they're not honoring the fact that you've set a boundary, you could take a break or excuse yourself from the uh, conversation. But the main thing is just being firm and confident and meaning it when you set a boundary. Um, And that can kind of help you with practicing that over time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I definitely experienced that, like, you know, especially in Going, you know, in college, coming back home for the holidays and everybody's like pressuring you, what's next? What's, you know, and you're still trying to wrap your head around what it is that you want to do with life. And even now being in my career, um, I'm still getting asked those questions like what's next in life? And I'm like, I'm just living in the moment and I just want to focus on what's happening now. But it does it definitely does kind of make me feel, you know, a type of way (laughs) when I'm constantly asked those questions. So um, those are great techniques. Um, to help kind of like redirect conversations. I was going to piggyback off of you, Geraldine. You know, I'm always constantly asked, when are you going to get married? Yep. When are you going to have kids? <laughs> yep. You know, at, at my age, you know, those are things that I think about pretty often. It can be triggering when, you know, you're you're at a table full of husbands and wives and children. You're like, well, I want that. So it could definitely be a little bit of a, a thing that you don't always want to talk about every time the family gets together. So I'm definitely going to take your advice to maybe put a pause on those conversations or redirect. Yeah. And I think it works differently for everyone. Some people might want to call in advance and say, Hey, I don't want to talk about this topic, this topic, and this topic. And then others that might not go over well, so well, so they might want to just have a plan of how they're going to respond in the moment. So. Yeah. All right. So um, another question for you is that loneliness can be heightened during the holidays, especially for those who are estranged from their families How can individuals cope with feeling lonely during this time? Definitely. I think remembering that the holidays can be spent with friends or chosen family members is important. Um, So you don't have to spend it with your your biological family if if that's not an option or if that's not something that you want to do. Um, So kind of remembering that, you know, just because someone isn't biologically related to you doesn't mean that they're not someone, you know, who's close enough to to spend the holidays with. Um, Also finding a support group can be really helpful and discussing it and individual therapy can really be helpful. Um, All of those things can really help with trying to make the holidays a little bit smoother and a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, I actually live, uh, currently live in Maryland, but most of my family, I'm originally from Miami. So that's always an issue for me um, because a lot of times I have to work and I can't go home for the holidays or maybe flights are too expensive. Um, but I do have like friends that live here in the DMV and sometimes we do gatherings for Thanksgiving or Christmas if I'm in town. So, um, that's definitely, I like what you said that it doesn't necessarily have to be your biological family. Um, it could be friends and your chosen, your chosen family, essentially. I agree. Um, I already told my mom this year, I said, mom, 
I'll spend Thanksgiving with you guys. Maybe Christmas, but New Year's, I'm hanging out with my friends. Yeah. So <laughs> I already gave her a heads up ahead of time. So there's no guilt down the road later, but definitely yeah. having that chosen circle of who you want to spend your time with and being very intentional and mm-hmm. being okay with being intentional. I think sometimes we feel, we feel bad about like saying, I don't, it's not that I don't love you. I just want to spend Thanksgiving differently this year, or I want right. to spend Christmas differently. We feel a little bit of pressure because it's family to spend the holidays with our family, but we have to do what we what's comfortable for us and what's going to make us happy. Yeah. And there's so many factors that play into setting a boundary around what you're able to do. Sometimes it's preference. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's logistics. Mm -hmm. And so it's good to have these conversations um, around how do you have those hard conversations with your family when they have expectations of you of what they would like you to do? Right. Um, Can you explain how uh, we're switching gears here? Can you explain how like loss and grief can be particularly challenging during the holiday season? Yeah, this is a good topic because I think the media plays a really big role in, you know, the holiday season. There's movies that are showing related to the holidays and how it's expected to be spent with family and, you know, everyone's in a good mood. But in reality, like some people are going through a really tough time during the holidays because it reminds them of a recent loss or um, the loss of family members that have been who have passed away um, a while ago and they're still experiencing prolonged grief. Um, mm-hmm. And that's basically where this concept where, you know, you have someone you lost um, maybe years past and you feel like you should be over it by now, but prolonged grief is kind of keeping you in a state of grieving. And there's triggers that come up sometimes that make you feel that emotion really intensely. Um, and culture can play a role in that. Um, and just personal, you know, um, timeframes of when you are processing the grief. And so, you know, for people who are going through that, I just want to say, you know, if you do need to talk with someone and go to therapy to kind of work through those grief, grieving feelings, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Please do pursue that if that's something that you need. I think this topic hit home, especially for me. I actually lost my grandmother about three months ago. So this will be our first, well, my first holiday season without her. And usually our family, she was a matriarch. So our family got together at her house and did all the things. So I was actually really intentional with my family this year and said, hey, let's spend Thanksgiving at my house this year, just so that we're all together and kind of um, just still feel like we're doing the same things, although she's not here with us. So that was kind of our way of coping. You know, she's not here, but we're going to pretend like she still is. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss, Leisha. Thank you. Yeah. So sorry for your loss. And um happy to hear that you're still finding ways to create like new traditions with your family and still spend time together. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's very important. So on that note, what are some healthy ways people can cope with grief during the holiday season? Yeah, I think that some ways that people can cope with grief in a healthy way is to create new traditions like we just talked about, um, having a schedule of activities and like self-care plans that you want to make sure that you engage in. Um, And if you are experiencing the loss of someone or you want to honor the loss of someone that you have in your family, just coming up with a way to do that in advance um, can really make you feel good. Um, And then just taking care of yourself and honoring your feelings. uh, Because I think sometimes people during the holidays, they feel like they need to suppress their emotions Mm -hmm. and feel guilty around feeling sad. And it's like, it's okay to just feel the emotion, but then try to do some things to try to make yourself feel better as well. 
All right. So many people experience increased um, stress and anxiety during the holiday season. What strategies can help? Because I know we've been talking about loss and grief and feeling sad, but like anxiety is a big part of it as well. Um, What strategies can help people manage these feelings of stress and anxiety? Oh, definitely. So I would say like engaging in hobbies can really be helpful. Um, But one of the topics that I wanted to talk about today was was meditation specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of breathing exercises that people can participate in that can be really helpful. Um, there's like, there's this mindfulness technique called the five, four, three, two, one technique. Um, and it's basically where you acknowledge five things that you can see around you, four things that you can touch around you, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste. Um, and that really hones in on your senses and brings you back to a grounded place. Um, so I would encourage anyone who hasn't done the five, four, three, two, one technique to look it up on YouTube and just try to practice it um, on your own. And if you're feeling anxiety, it can really help bring you down. Um, as well as if you're having issues with anxiety and it's impacting your sleep, you can try to count down from 100 to zero to try to channel those those intrusive thoughts that are really bothering you and kind of bring you down to a relaxing place. Um, or just doing CBT exercises, which is cognitive behavioral therapy challenging the intrusive thought that pops into your head and coming up with an alternative thought that's helpful and true. Thank you. I've never heard of that five, four, three, two, one technique. I'm definitely going to go on YouTube and um, look that up. That yes, sounds like definitely. a helpful technique. Awesome. So you, you've already touched on some relaxation and mindfulness practices that can be helpful, but beyond the holiday season, how can individuals continue to cope with grief, grief and maintain healthy boundaries and their family relationships throughout the year? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I know we talked about one-to-one therapy, but there's also group therapy options mm-hmm. that people could consider um, where you can connect with other people who have gone through something similar. And that just alone can be really therapeutic um, in helping you to merge connections with other people who have gone through something like that. Um, there's grief groups in the community and we can leave some details on how to connect with those um, resources. And in terms of managing kind of stressors, I would say we talked about boundaries earlier. So, you know, if, you know, you decided that you want to set boundaries with your family, sometimes we have to repeat the boundaries. And mm-hmm. so, being firm and doing that consistently can also help with managing some of the stressors post the holiday season as well. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, we, I think especially with our family, we have to continually set those boundaries and be intentional and really communicate how we feel so that when we get to the holiday season or really any family gathering, Um, It's very clear on what we are comfortable talking about, what we are comfortable doing, what we're not comfortable doing, what we're not comfortable talking about. So that, you know, and that'll also help with the anxiety of everything and feelings afterwards and relationships with your family member. Because a lot of stuff that happens during these gatherings, people care with them throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So um, I think setting, you know, having that throughout the year is very important so that when we get to these moments, Um, we're not feeling so anxious. And I don't think it should just be a phone call right before the gathering. We should be having these conversations throughout the year so that there are no surprises. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, And then speaking of which, so after the holidays, some people may experience, you know, experience a sense of letdown or even stress, especially, you know, you're kind of at this high when you're going through the holiday seasons. And then when it's all over, 
you kind of feel <laughs> sometimes relieved, but then also sometimes sad. How can individuals practice self-care in the aftermath of holiday season? Yeah, I would say um, staying connected to community is is huge, right? Um, a lot of people choose to isolate during the holidays because they feel like maybe I'm not going to spend it with my family. So the only other option I have is to be alone. And that's just not necessarily true. Um, if you are intentional about the holidays approaching and you want to be around others, there's events that people host on holidays that you can go to to be around other people. Um, and then just also continuing to pour into yourself daily, reminding yourself that healing isn't linear. There's no shame in feeling your feelings. Um, and, you know, then if that's not fully meeting your need in terms of feeling better about it, really considering getting into one-to-one -one therapy so that you can kind of process and talk through it with someone who's going to be able to help you process your thoughts a little bit better. Um, and I encourage those who have gone to therapy in the past and maybe it didn't work out. It might not have been a good therapeutic fit, um, but I don't want people to give up on therapy because it wasn't a good fit. It might not have been the right therapist or the right intervention. So want to encourage those who have tried therapy in the past and it didn't work to try again. Absolutely. So, you know, just from what I'm based on our conversation today, it really just sounds like to navigate the holidays, communicate, set boundaries and take care of yourself. So if you can do those three things, it sounds like you will be able to have a successful time with family or friends or even alone, you know, but just being able to communicate that self-care and setting those boundaries um, are the keys to success. Um, so, yeah. So today's episode, we talked about coping with feeling lonely during the holiday seasons, navigating loss and grief, learning how to set those boundaries, as well as techniques to deviate, you know, from those uh, deviate from those upsetting topics during family gatherings. Um, is there anything else you ladies would like to add? I feel like you hit the nail on the head with it. And I just want to, you know, encourage those who are going through a tough time during the holiday season to take some of these tips that we talked about today and really apply them. And you might notice that this year is a lot different than the, the last. Yep. All right, Kelsey, share with listeners how they can connect with you. Definitely. So um, those who are interested, please uh, go to my website, uh, KelseyWPLLC.com um, to learn more about services that I offer. Um, I anticipate taking on new clients in the new year. So uh, please do follow my page uh, for more information. Perfect. Thank you so much. Kelsey will be back um, with us for a, uh, a future episode to discuss anxiety, depression, and suicidal ideation. For more information about the Melanin Initiative, you can email us your questions or show ideas at tmi.melaninitiative.tmi.melanin at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, rate the Apple podcast and Spotify and leave a comment um, as this really helps us show, um, it really helps us get the support and get the message out there to those who need it. You can find our social media links and a list of resources related to our conversation today in the description box. And um, we release a new show weekly on TMI Tuesdays at 10 a.m. on YouTube and all of your favorite podcast apps. Follow, like, and share our content with your friends. Thank you for watching. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we didn't give you too much information. Join us next Tuesday at 10 for a new episode of the Melanin Initiative.